Hey everybody, this is Dues here. Welcome back to Just Chirpin', the podcast where we talk about hockey, life, and everything in between. So today's going to kick off segment two of the Chronicles of Barley. So we are going to backtrack a couple minutes from last week's episode so that you can catch up. So enjoy segment two. Yeah, so you got to yeah, be a really good skater. You got to have been a good yep. player. People got to have known who you were. So, like, well, you got to know the rule book. Most importantly, against the rules. You, yeah, you got to be able to skate with them. Um, you, you know, officials are the the best skaters on the ice. Uh, yeah, there's many the officials, by the way, that are in the NHL right now that could have easily been playing in the NHL too. Right? They made a choice along the way um, to play minor pro or go uh, the officiating route to make the NHL. So really, that's uh, it's a huge opportunity for people. Yeah, plus the paycheck is pretty nice when you make it to the NA. It, it is not bad. So your paycheck. So How would you know, Steph? I never made it. I I uh, I got ran out of officiating because of asshole dads and coaches like you fuckers. Cheers. So oh. Just joking. Nobody has wow. resentment about that either. Oh, wow. No resentment there. Wow. No anger. I think someone's hurt. Oh, wow. Well, what I want to so just just that to kind of clarify. Like so like someone who's like a you take a re, an average kid, he gets out of high school. He's like, you know, I want I want to go ref in the end. The chances are <clears throat> he doesn't make this because he didn't play high level hockey. No, I wouldn't say that. No, well, I, I'm sorry, Steph. No, no, no. We want to hear Steph's you. Been there, I'm just so saying chances know. chances <laughs> are not that it's impossible, but personally, I would think. There's a couple things that come into play to be a high-level official. One, if you're an excellent skater, you understand the game, um, there's some physical attributes that come into play too, right? Like if you're five foot six like we, myself. We didn't have a going stump. You and me were about an inch apart. I, I had the opportunity to officiate pro hockey, but it wasn't at a high level. So if you're five foot six, it's tough. At the NHL level, realistically, you probably need to be six foot. Realistically, yeah. if you think about like you're dealing with huge men, right? Ryan so, Reeves. Yeah. Well, you so need to be able to see over and around them yeah, and exactly. not be looking up yep. at everybody. Well, you see the game differently from above. As a referee, you could you could handle stuff at a smaller size, but typically the route is uh, linesman to official. So are you saying that with your body build, you should probably stick at the midgets level? <laughs> Ooh, damn wow. Person. Damn right. Damn right. So I, I do have something to add to Stump's point with that is uh, us not being very tall. It's hard to get that respect that you would get from somebody that's that's taller. You know, the, the, the law of height. At, it, stature. I, I can't hands. I can't. The law of height. I didn't know there was a law of height. Smells like cabbage. The unwritten rule that the taller man is more superior. You kind of get that feeling, and maybe it's short man syndrome, but would you like to add to that? Well, what I would say, though, though, is an amazing opportunity, right, for kids that play hockey to have the ability to, one, work uh, a very flexible schedule that allows them to participate in sports and hockey specifically, right? Without having a defined schedule, right? And also be part of the game. And you're always competing. So as an official, that that's the great thing about it. So you're competing all the time, whether people realize it or not. It's so much fun uh, as an official. And as you grow, right, you, you build crews and you know each other. 
it's a, it's a blast. Like I actually, my kids, my oldest son's now officiating. My younger two twins are going to officiate next year. It's an amazing opportunity for everyone. Um, so I would just say, in general, it's an amazing opportunity. But I would say, um, parents and people listening to this realize that they're young kids trying to do their best and just relax. I agree. Well, yeah, we just had a parent yell at one of our kids coaching a squirts game, come flying over from behind, climbing over top, screaming at uh, him about a call he made, and she had to be addressed and escorted out of the out of the rink because of that. So that's pretty shitty, if you ask me. As a kid, my dad made me rough, or actually umpire. It was baseball. You know, if oh, you gosh, want to play, I thought you were going to go no, with the soccer. Right? No, I've done. I did that as well, though. But if you're going to play a game, you should understand the game. And and, and you know, uh, there's some documentaries out there. And if you talk to a lot of people, I, that that was kind of a passion to me. I, I wanted to know the game inside and out, the nuances of everything. And there's no better way to do it than becoming an official because you're going to get the so many different angles. You've got players, you have coaches, you have fans, you have everything coming at you all the time. And I did it as a very young kid. I think I umpired my first game at 10 years old. And what a great experience that is. Because then when you get older, you can sit there and go, oh, yeah, I remember that dad yelling at me. And then you're that dad. And you don't want to do the same thing because you don't want to be that guy or, or, or whatnot. But it also teaches you to look at the game totally different. You see the angles, and, and you can actually get a better perspective on everything from the top to the bottom. So it's, I think all kids should actually, if you're going to play hockey, play soccer, do baseball, you know what, do a season of umping. You know, you, you'll make a couple dollars. It gets you out there, but it's only going to open your horizon, open your eyes to a lot of different angles to the game. I'd like to take this kind of segue over back to intramurals <clears throat> where we had a, a ref that was pretty much every one of our games. And he referred to a certain way of policing, the players policing themselves and referring to it as frontier justice. <laughs> when he would refuse to make a call and allow the players to decide how the game was going to be handled. Why are you and paying the ref then? <laughs> so, well, well, he got paid well and he didn't really care. He just wanted to get out of there. <laughs> but I, I believe Boo kind of tested that theory. <laughs> the most on a night when uh, there was a little skirmish going on and he was right in the middle of it and I believe he tomahawked a guy right over the top of the head in, in my defense I did get cross checked in the neck right before that happened so wires crossed and frontier justice he used and his stick I like have a, a hockey stick so by the time the ref went looking for Boo Boo was already sitting in the penalty box because he knew he knew where he was going <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, pretty shocked that there wasn't a massive response from the other team after that happened. I was like, oh, yeah, I really should not have done that. Kinda the the lack of massive response might have been the fact that our team probably might have led the league in penalties. And Remember, we're all referees, too. Oh, excuse me, we're all officials. <laughs> well, you guys knew what you could get away with, right? Yeah. Well, the we may have pulled a couple cards. Yeah. The, the funny part about that one, so I kind of hung my head in shame and kind of slowly skated to the box and just kind of sat down going, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm 
ejected from this league or something. And, uh, you know, and all and Stump and Scott and Matt were all talking to the ref. They're like, did you see what the other guy did? Did you see what the other guy really? did? <laughs> and then they're finally like, yeah, you're gone. <laughs> cool. Yeah. After, uh, I feel like there's an uncomfortable oh. pause. Oh, bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you get free. <laughs> I, I be- sums it up. <laughs> I believe Boo was waiting for like the end of Survivor where they were going to snuff his candle out forever. <laughs> he was never going to come back and play men's league again. The, the funny thing was, I'm pretty sure the guy's mask was kind of like just kind of teetering right in front of it, kind of just swinging loosely. There was that. <laughs> so similar to the fact of, remember the time I uh, might have uh, bounced somebody's head off the last few times? You wouldn't do that, Stump. No, I would never do that. Stumpy was going after the championship belt. <laughs> I remember that time like when Richie and I were still pretty young, and uh, your, your your wife at the time and the kids all came to the game, and we're just playing a gentleman's beer league game. I got the whole family here, guys. We're going to have fun and all this stuff, and this chucklehead just whoa, whoa. started. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before the game. I'm gonna turn over a new leaf tonight, yes. guys. My yes. my son is here. That was <laughs> what? It's not your fault. The guy well, called you out. You challenged the Chiefs. Challenged the Chiefs. And you threatened. Call me names. I I believe Stump was undressing at center ice, challenging the entire bench. You hit that guy. <laughs> you seriously had one of those moments. You 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 gave a great speech on my first night. We're here to have fun. It's all family. We're playing hockey, and I'm hearing stories like this. You challenging benches? He, he literally had that that same speech, and then this guy did something to him, and he was pissed. We were all pissed, and I think he called Diesel Four Eyes at the time because Diesel wore athletic uh, <laughs> I think glasses. I mean, medically, he needed to wear glasses. I don't think he's allowed to drive a vehicle without them. Um, and and he he's a, a an old man. I mean, he just recently had his hip replaced. <laughs> Not at the time, but now. So you're, you're just getting right after it, right? Oh, he needs to know. He doesn't listen, does he? He will not. He will not. He's got a lot of time on his hands while he recovers. So Stumpy gets out there and he's like, "All right, buddy, I'm gonna just tear you a new one." And I don't think it got very far, but Stumpy's just bitching from the box, you know, just ripping it up. He's, he has from his bottoms down on, so pants down are on, everything out, jersey, elbow, elbow bag, pads, helmet, gloves, a stick, everything's yard sale out there. And then we get to the locker room. He's like, "Ah, oh, damn." Um, that one kind of got away from me. <laughs> How about yeah. that new leaf you were turning over there? Stump? So much for my son being there. Yeah. I think, I think that, you know, it kind of goes back to Stump's culture thing that he talks about. One of the other big themes with barley is like, you know, if we usually won't start it, but if blood goes in the water, then <laughs> look out. We'll, then we'll react to it. We won't initiate that type of stuff, but we will usually respond. Yeah. But, like the bench brawl that stuff I might've started one time. Well, Okay. Oh yeah, let's get into this one. I uh, here we go. Let's go. We'll, we'll let you. We'll let you start, Steph, because you're the you're the center of the tension in this one. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. So maybe I started it. I don't think I did. Don't worry. We'll correct you when you're wrong. Okay. Fair enough. So we're in a heated match, and um, 
I'm playing against a, a former teammate of mine in high school, and uh, I he he hooked me down pretty good, and I flew into the to the net post, um, and I, I took exception to that. Uh, so maybe maybe my candle was lit a little bit, a little on edge, a little ready to go. Um, kind of a young man mistake. Uh, we had a handed lead in the game um, right towards the end. Uh, I kind of bodied a guy a little. For the record, he was he was ass over tea kettle. I love a guy. Get to the go point, Stefan. Let's go. I need, to give, I need to give our listeners all the details so context. that we can sort this out. I believe there was less than 10 seconds left, and we were up three goals. Fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. So there I related the guy just a little bit, and then all of a sudden a second guy came in to avenge my little heavy hip. Uh, on the fella, and uh, I, I sent, I saw him coming, so I, I did the reverse on him, you know, and sent him going. And then, well, before you know it, we're into it, and Sleeve was getting his face ripped up against the glass. He, he's got a nice white collar office job, knocking down 800k a year, and he's got a black eye, and you know, has to explain um, hockey fight. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> I remember sleeping in the locker room saying, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. And this so, guy just rubbing My favorite part about the whole story is, like, we're sitting on the bench, and that start that starts. And I'm like, we got to go. And our buddy Dave, I won't say his last name, M. <laughs> Dave M. Dave M. Or, or He's like, Dave. we can't go. We're going to get suspended. I'm like... I don't care what's gonna happen. It was, yeah, and both of you fuckers were my my former hockey coaches. Uh, and I jumped jumped the bench and I went in there. And the whole time I ran out there and I remember grabbing the guy and he's like, and Scott's like, I'm not gonna fight you. This is stupid and is BS. And I grab him. Stefan starts. There's like 20 guys on the one team out there and there's six of us out there fighting. I had two guys at one time. I'm holding one, holding another. I'm like, what the hell? So you're telling me you had them by the socks? <laughs> it was I had them right by the socks. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Was that in the Baby Huey days? Was Baby no, Huey on the No, Baby Huey was, was not in That the was days. a different. Because I never played with Baby Huey. Oh, yeah. no, I did. I played a couple of games with or no, we played one season, the summer season that I came on with you guys. Maybe he was smashed the head off the yeah. ice days. We, we could have used him or Doug for that game. I think we held around. Oh. Oh. Since, we're, since we you're on the Doug, we might as well just Doug. segue right into that story, too. Story Here we go. Time. So I, I believe, uh, Stump, you may have started that one. You, you got into started. it. I well, no, hold, hold on. Hold on. The other person I started it. Got you got into it. You were the one... <laughs> In it with him until they were escorting everybody to the penalty box. And said player skated in front of our box and said, I'll our take bench. our bench and said, I'll take any one of you motherfuckers on right now. And we had a person on our team. I'm going to stop you right there. Where was this being played at? Patterson. Patterson. Was the person that did the big challenge with the initials DC? Oh, absolutely. Yes, he was. <laughs> Our buddy DC. Which, here's the fun part about it. After the story, it. I will tell you, I was his defensive partner this summer, Lee. <laughs> I know right, exactly. So continue, yeah. Maddie. Hey, I know exactly what you're talking about. So if you, I know he does listen now and then. Uh, DC and I, we have our own stories, and you know what? That he actually really is a great guy. Yeah, I challenged the Chiefs. That's a great guy. He 
he, he will yeah, remember the story because yeah. he, he expected no one to come off of our bench. And someone with the initials DL, who I happen <laughs> to be sitting right next to, handed me calmly stood up. his gloves as he jumped the boards, put his helmet on the edge of the boards, and grabbed a hold of DC and went, uh, 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 uh. and he tried, he tried to go down. And DL lifted him back up and went, uh, uh, uh. Here, have some lunch. You know what the best part about this Just story is? Oh, you forgot the dessert. DC didn't vary from that story at all. That's he, the best he, part. He will sit there and own every single moment yeah. of everything that he's ever done. The character of this guy and, and just that story always comes to the list, top of the list, and he he's not even the victor, but he, he, he even loves that story. So, wait, there's more to the story, too. Okay, go ahead, because I so, got to tell more to you, too. So, as we're out shaking hands after the game, the referee says, I need to see you before you leave the ice. Okay. DL or DC? Or you? To me. Oh, okay, so he's talking to you. Okay. Because I'm back to Reg. You, yeah, yeah, now, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Now I'm Reg. Reg, Reg yeah. I'm like, responsible for the team. So oh, oh. I skate back to the bench and I'm like, guys, I think Doug may be done. Oh, I just said his name out loud. Not his last That's name, right. though. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Doug doesn't listen. So <laughs> Doug doesn't play anymore. Either. Everybody's off the ice and I skate up to the, the referee. He's, he's an older guy who's been around for a long time. And he looks at me and he goes, so... How do you think it feels to challenge the entire bench and get your ass kicked? <laughs> like That's what the ref said to you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I go, you better go ask DC. <laughs> so the best part about that, too, is like literally DC, we'll call him, he and I show up at men's league game this summer, and they were looking at each other like, we're defense partners. And he's like, yep greatest thing in the world i get in a fight with one guy and then i get in another fight with another guy get my ass kicked and find out we're both from the up <laughs> and we're buddies so long story short dc's a good guy but it's hilarious the best fight ever and that may not have been the first time that's ever happened <laughs> no i you know you know uh, DC, uh, I've I've got some stories. Definitely different episodes, but he actually sacrificed a complete Kalamazoo tournament to defend me during a tournament, and that is where well, a fighter needs no reason. Yeah, well, I mean, him up? and I, him and I, when I first started skating, uh, my job was to actually watch him because he was a good skater and I was a beginner, and. He would just chirp me, and he was, you know, he's been around. He knows how to play. He does. I'm like, dude, seriously, you're going to beat my ass. I will chirp you all day long, and you are going to get laughed at for beating up a bender, all right? And he goes, damn it, you're actually right. Years go by, things happen, and there will be a story where we actually have to share the locker room, and we share the bench, and that guy stood up for me. And actually, friendship begins, man. He, I like, yeah, I like he's this He's a good guy. dude. He's a good he, He's dude. a buddy with my brother, too. Played together in the UP. We found out later. So I, up until now, I have heard that story of DL wiping the floor of DC. <laughs> yeah, right? Multiple right? times. I never knew who was the recipient of 
The beating. The, the, the beating. Thank you, Jake. The seven-course meal. Until you said DC, <laughs> and now I know exactly who it is, and I think this is it, it, it just like wrapped it up in a bow for me, boys. He, this is so he says it all the time. I've been running with him myself. He's a good dude. He's the best yeah. guy in the world. He always says to me, I got my ass beat twice because he and I fought once, and then he fought DL. Yep. I don't know if I beat his ass. It was more... Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but it, it, that's who he is. He's uh-huh. like self-deprecating. It's like, oh yeah, I got my ass beat twice. He's, so that's he, a, good he's dude. a good, good guy. Great. We've had great interactions off the ice. In fact, after we got into a tussle, I I chirped him, and he ended up grabbing a hold of my cage. And, and best guy like, in the world. He was punching the cage. He, like I think he couldn't play the next game. It was in a tournament. We both got booted out of the game. But he had a hold of my cage, and I'm holding down to the bottom of it, trying to keep it on because I didn't want to go with him. I mean, it, he's built like a brick shit house, right? But he's just laying hammers right on my cage and my helmet, and his fingers were twisted in my cage. And <laughs> he was all mangled up afterwards. I saw him a couple of weeks later at the Labatt Pond tournament. Not a sponsor yet. And uh, I'm like, hey, you and I got into a tussle last weekend. And he was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's all right. Not a big deal. Everything's fine and this and that. <laughs> Don't mention it, but it's so funny. Now I know. I had no idea who was on the other end of that story until tonight. That's what this night is all about. Hey. Oh so fir- first myself. first rule of fighting, don't put your fingers through a face mask. <laughs> yeah. Or I've been there don't a punch couple back times. of a helmet. <laughs> that's another good story. That's That's all you, Stump. That's all you. No, I'll let you tell well, it because it's kind of. I'm really laughing a little bit about the the DL handing his gloves off, taking his bucket because it reminds me of a couple of years ago when that dude was talking during the gameplay, and I'm like, okay, here's my gloves. Oh, yeah, my you fired off the bench. You jumped out there during like, the game going. while the game was still being played and chased that dude around for a couple minutes oh, before he'd gosh. square up with me. The refs, the refs are like, what the? Heck? What, what are you? Do- no, what are you doing? Oh God, that is classic. But afterwards, he goes, thank you. Because those guys were just trash. You guys remember that? Yeah. I don't think I, I remember like, that, that game. Was, that was like two years ago. Yeah, it was like right the season before I took off. That kid, that team was just nonstop talking. And he's like, "Oi, why don't you come off that bench?" And so the game was being played, and I just took my helmet off. No, my wait, that off. rings a bell. You know who it was? It was the sheepdog, the guy that suckered me at the end of our fight. So, oh split, no, let, no, was, that's yellow was that beard, dude, wasn't it? No, it was that team, but not that guy. It wasn't, I thought because I tried guy. to fight that guy during that Sheep game, dog. and he wouldn't he wouldn't toss Sheep him with dog. me. So then that kid was skating by, talking trash, and so I was like, "Screw, it, I'm fighting somebody." So we get off the I get the game plays on, I jump over, whatever. And I wish though that mine ended with me feeding him the seven course meal because, in all honesty, we spun in circles for probably a good. 30 seconds to a minute before we even clapped up and as soon as we clapped up he he just fell like he went down and then took me with him and then they yeah i didn't even i got think i got one good punch because when we were walking back to the locker room together he goes i don't even know why we had to fight i'm like you literally told me to come off the bench and fight you, <laughs> you specifically said that if you didn't say that i wouldn't have we define that right at that point remember they uh maybe the you kid, can custom i you know one good i mean hey listen if you're a, if you've ever been in a handful of fights you ain't ever gonna sit here and tell me you won them all and if you are no you're full of shit and, and we're i not, think i've lost more than i've won I, I gotta add to that too i mean we're not proud of this fight and stuff but it is it is part of the game I, it always should be but we're, we're not super proud of our um actions. i mean i like i've said it's made me who i am today you remember the kid at a Belknap. He just got a juniors. It was so cool. 
Was it this, uh, you Are you talking no, me and you? Like he was chirp, chirping you right at the face off time. Well, I, I remember. Yeah, that was fun. Go, go ahead. It was a lot of fun. Right in there, Stumpy. We could talk fight night. I mean, we've talked. Ah, yeah, before. we probably we, need to go, they could go on and on and on. There's so many. But some that, we're proud of, some we're not proud of. Yeah. Well, I mean, because we've been playing together since what '98 ish. I mean, yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of time. I mean, you're, you know, there's not like there's a ton of these, but there's some memorable no. ones over 20 years. Well, I'm well, not gonna lie. I, and we talked about this before, but when I jumped into a men's league and there was no more repercussions from your coach, high school coach, sitting you. It was just you take a game off that you didn't care about. I think I was actively trying to get in fights a lot when I first started playing okay. with you guys, and probably one of the reasons you guys were like, "Hey, man." We, we we don't need that. Oh, anymore. we were young, but, and, and you could when once you got to men's league, you you could fight. Yeah, it, it didn't matter. It, wait, you got a five minute major. Sometimes you you got kicked out for the yep. next game. So for us high school kids or anybody coming out of college, it's you, go time. You kind of it's like all right, let's go. I'm going to go pound the knobs on some forty year old, and then you. Find well, out a lot of times so fucking fight. <laughs> well, yeah, he's so old. Yeah, look at that's how old. that's a story we got to get to here before too long. We but we played at Griff's back then, and that was a lot of college kids and so that league i feel like yeah and well, that's that was the first league that went that allowed fighting fight. right yeah. and that's so. where i was like i was throwing down almost and a game game suspension come back fight game suspension come well, back well and, and they went to that league and they said that we're gonna add fighting you can get fight one fight a game and the second fight you got suspended suspended yeah because that so, first year i got i was there was no repercussions so it was i was awesome fighting it was actually awesome they cleaned it, the league up and it was and Amazing. everybody was fighting. It wasn't just me. So well, the first year, first I fought year. like multiple times, and then it like chill out. So it was a great leap. You start to ch- yeah. I think like I said, after a while, your hands. You know, the next couple days, well, your face. I think and- people realize what Stefan said earlier, right? Like, so, uh, oh, I'm gonna fight because I saw it on TV and I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, this guy knows what he's doing, and it hurts. And it hurts. Getting punched in the face does not feel nice. I don't yeah, care you, who you are. You learn how you learn how to do it. You learn when it's time to do it and when not. And and I think for all of us, that's the thing that we we try to avoid uh, for barley. Like uh, Boo said earlier, hey, we're not we're not gonna start it, but we're not gonna just let you walk all over yeah. us. We're gonna back it up and, and we're gonna bring the grit right to it, whether you like it or not. So don't don't push us. We're out here to have fun and well, hell, we just want to laugh and giggle with everybody. Well, and, now, and get a yeah. good workout in and go get our pizza and beer afterwards. But if you're going to hit one of our guys, you, you got the whole team to answer to. You know what I want to ask real quick? Because I have always been, once we got into men's league, because I didn't really do much fighting prior to, I'm a take the gloves off, take the bucket off. Yep. And gentleman I mean, scrap. And let the gentleman scrap. I've always been that way. And I've always taken the brunt of it because 90% of the people I've fought, yep. they never take their freaking helmet off. And it's, I, and you said something about grabbing in the cage. I learned that early because I started grabbing at the cage to rip their helmet off. But I got to your fingers. I got to figure it was this way. Yeah. But when they start twisting and turning, you're locked in. You can't mm-hmm. go anywhere. That's what, do you, what happened. What do you grab, Stump? What do you grab? Ear, ear hole. Ear hole. You pop the ear hole, grab the back of the bucket, throw it off. See, yeah. I always see. Stumpy's got it done. In men's league, I noticed everyone wears their cage down to here. And yep. so I would just pop it up in your, and just literally use it to smack your mm-hmm. own nose until. You take the damn thing off. It's not a bad thing either, but you you pull the ear hole, pop it, throw the back off, and it goes right off. Oh yeah. Huh. Now all the youth. No, know now that I'm not it. fighting anymore, right. would have been nice to know. Then my hands would have appreciated that. So, so you yeah, said you know we could talk about fights forever, but I mean some of the fights led to 
more barley players. Well, that's, yeah. that's the other so, thing. Like, you become friends sometimes after yeah, that. So, it's hilarious. Boo Poo and the boys, you've been to Toronto. <laughs> I, you've been I to miss, Toronto, right? Oh, boys, I miss Toronto. Not with you guys, so, but hold, yeah. hold on. I, I miss Toronto. It was Richie. Richie was there. That's when he got the nickname Baby Gap. This is a small white shirt. And I was so bummed out because you, you brought me on that summer after that. And then we didn't go to Toronto. And I'm like, oh, man. So I, I'm so glad you brought that up, Maddie, because I was going to say, like, we have to talk about the Toronto trip. Oh, my God. So it, initially, there was no Toronto trip for Barley until we were playing at Griff's, right? You were. We weren't. You were on your team then. That was your team. Okay. So even going back further, so playing in a game, and my brother, Diesel, was on the team at that point, coming around the net. He had chirped a couple guy a couple times, and this guy goes railroading past me and just nails my brother. So yeah, that's you, no good. You, you don't let that go. You don't. That's family, that's right? That's, that's blood, right? So And he's your older brother? He is my older brother. Yep. Only by a couple of years. Uh, Maddie's going to get I'm, his hip done. Based on that um, video you sent what? me, your brother's <laughs> about 80 years older than you. Much, much younger brother. <laughs> he was walking okay, around. So, with yeah, and way more handsome, too. That's settled. <laughs> Let's get back to the story, okay? Smaller so, range, though. So I, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> now you know what I deal with. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, Maddie, you on. better lock it up. You haven't said a word in like a half an hour. I mean, you get control of this, would you? I'm trying, guys. It's just so off the rails. There's nothing. I put a lot of promise. They brought their fucking toys with them. <laughs> so, needless to say, I jump back in it, and I'm there's a guy from my high school team that's on this other team. So he and I square up. My brother squares up with another guy, MJ. We'll, we'll call him, and they're going at it. He's going after it with Michael Jordan. My God. Yes. Fucking. And Jordan. I took offense to that. He's I took that personally. It's got to be the shoes. I mean, <laughs> so needless to say, five on five, goalies are face to face. Nothing really ended up happening out of that. But the next week, we had this all star game for men's league. I'm not sure where that came oh, from. No, but no, Jay, hold on. Jay knows all about the all star game for men's league. Uh, that yeah, was only I, last year. I played so, one. So at the end of this, someone from this team that we got in a scrap with looks at me and goes, you know, we just got canceled out by three players. We're going to Toronto for a trip. Would you want to come with? He's like, maybe I have two other players. I'm like, I'm sure I can ask. And, of course, who am I going to bring? But who yep. and Stomp, right? So you grab the Youpers to go back up there to the motherland, eh? That's right. So within within three months... I'm going to Toronto with a team that I just got in a Donnybrook <laughs> with. And we we end up getting the nickname that weekend of Boo Poo and the Boys. Aw, <laughs> oh, Boo Poo. But uh, we're checking into the <laughs> hotel. <laughs> Boo can't even keep it together over here because he knows exactly where this story is going at this point. We're checking in and we're getting introduced because we don't even know half these guys. We're just there to play hockey at a men's league tournament in Toronto, right? Like, whatever. And the goalie starts to tell a story about maybe some people that are lighting the loafers. So we're all standing there, and Boo, who happens to be standing two feet behind Stump, is like, just stop. 
points at Stump. Stump's giggling. He has no idea what's going on. And they're all like, oh, sorry. <laughs> to this day, Stump's not even at the mic right now. I'm not sure he even knows <laughs> that part of the story. But uh, we end up playing with these guys. They end up joining our team. They're part of, they were part of Barley for a good, what, 10, 12 years? Yeah, for a long time. And then we you know, joined, picked up on their team on Sunday night at Belknap for right? a few years or a number of years, too. So you know, we tell these stories, and it's it leads to friendships even beyond the friendships. Is it's it's kind of I mean, that's part of the reason why we've been together for thirty years. It's crazy. I, I, I like to say that hockey is you know we talked about this before on the show. Hockey being a unique sport like that, um, but I've really only played this sport, so I can't you know for certainly. But Brent, you know, someone who's been around on the other side. I mean, it, it, hockey's unique like that. Am I right or am I wrong? That's totally different, you know. I, uh, all the years of sitting in a locker room for soccer, stuff like that. Um, I can sit here and tell you, yeah, we have some giggles, and we got we have our own things, you know. It's 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 a different set of uh, of atmosphere completely. Right. Um, soccer isn't going to get to the level of intent. Well, listeners, that wraps up segment two. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to smash that like, subscribe, and follow button. Take care. Welcome to the show. It's called Trippin', yo. And Trippin' is what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So we get on these mics and we chirp all night, cuz we're chirping to you. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to chirping.
intensity uh, that a hockey game might. Uh, so hockey does have a more of a, I feel, uh, now playing beer league since 2000, you know, I got into it late in life, that uh, hockey is gladiator stuff, and, and everybody, uh, both sports have, people have roles, things what they do, but when it comes shaking time, uh, people, they do, they step up way different uh, and then they do in the locker room, the chirping, the jokes. Uh, it's, a, it's a little more, I'll say it's a little more crass. It's the, they cut to the bone. They go quick, you know. Yeah, thick skin. sense that outside of the game and in the locker room or around the rink that you would get along with the people that play the sport because again I think it's the way we talk the way we act the things we say you know it's very cultural if that makes sense I'm not gonna draw many well, diagrams I, no no it's perfect Jay because it's a, a, a great dump and chase for me to get back to what Stump said when we first started this little you know tangent with these boys here about the culture with barley, dude, we can bring it all back together. Like the chemistry that you're, this team has been picked over and people have retired, people have moved on, but you guys don't bring anybody in that doesn't gel personally with the group. Um, if you're not gonna go out and have a beer, a slice of pizza or, or whatever with the boys, then really, I don't care how good you are, you're, you really don't have a spot on this team. Well, we give each other way too much shit for anybody who can't fit into last. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would agree with that. Room. Like, our chirping is, like, yeah, is, is more intense on each other it's than anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> People right. sometimes look at us like, what the hell are they saying? And it's like, oh, never mind. It's on their own team. Yeah. You know, it, I, you, everybody knows, you know, I, I play in a lot of tournaments. I play on a different different teams all over the place. To be very honest with you, uh, the culture that we have in Barley is second to none that I have with my Kentwood team. I mean, there's seriously nothing's off the table. You, you're going to get it, and but you know what? Everybody does it, and they have your back. You know, it's kind of family. It's a bunch of brothers and stuff. And there are other locker rooms that I have played in that, you know what, it, it, you just, sometimes it doesn't fit. You're just like, okay, this isn't the locker room for me. But they, they, they might think it's the best thing ever, and that's their culture. You know, every every locker room is going to have its you know its own kitchen, if you will. Um, Barley and my Kentwood boys, uh, with my cousin Joe and and Matt and uh, Gearlings and all those boys, it's that is not a locker room. That that is family getting together, and that's what makes it so much different. And I do, I smile. My and my girlfriend Beth sits here and looks at me, and she's like. You're, you're skating with the Barley Boys tonight. She knows when I'm playing with who by my face before I walk well, out that door. As I said earlier, taking that season off last year, like that honestly devastated me. Like I truly missed you guys, the team, to a point and a level of like I wasn't me without you guys. And then, I, you know, I thought for a minute that that might segue into me hanging them up. And because of that, I'm like, there's no way. Like I – if I have to cut her back and not care as much and not play as hard and, and, and whatever it is that I was going through my head at the time, like, I have to be around. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Jay, you can't hang them up yet. There's, what, 
four 50-year-olds on this team. I'm not there yet. I'm rounding up. <laughs> all right, all right, you got me there. Yeah, well, hang on, I'm going to cut Maddie off. If we're, if we're rounding, if we're if we're rounding up, I think we we can add me to that group here. <laughs> hey, every, hey. raise your hand, and then I, every time you're about to say something, I'm going to go with this. So I, I think talking about culture, there there was a team that we know several players on that actually it was men's league. They cut three or four players <laughs> to get better. Okay, it and it and it it, it hurt league. feelings like that. These people don't even talk anymore because of it. Oh my god! And yet they were part of this men's league team for a while, and the four of us or five of us, I don't remember how many of us were together at that point, said we don't care how much our talent dips as we get older because it obviously has we're just going to find a different place to go play and keep us together and so we'll grab a dodgy or a bill here and there oh yeah we'll get you guys though like we're just saying like you know we'll add you guys we jay staff brad i mean don't forget you guys are all pulling us up you guys are pulling us up Well, I, that's, got, that's, got, that's got something to yeah, I guess for me. Well, hold on. Brent's about to talk. Yeah. 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 You, you missed the button, Jay. <laughs> I, for me, um, I've only been with you guys, what, three, four years? Yep. And, and, you know, getting the invite was actually awesome. It's right around the corner. And, well, wait a minute, Brent. Yeah, I did. Shh, quiet. That's not how it went. No. Right now, I've been friends for years. That's that's, that's exactly where I was Chirp. going with this. That you know, um, I knew I've known Stumpy now probably twenty years. Yep. It's got to be at least twenty years. Yep. He's been uh, in the leagues and DJ and yep. B or yep. yeah, DJ and BM and all yep. all those guys. Did you just say DJ and BM in the same <laughs> sentence? I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're brothers. Not BJ. But he said DJ. He <laughs> <laughs> got, got awkward for a minute there. <laughs> but it's, I, there was always kind of like an understanding or, or like I, I respect you guys and I've, I've appreciated the way you come to the tournaments and the way you played, played against you, with yeah. you, all that stuff for a lot of years. And walking into that locker room, I met a lot of new people. Clearly, Maddie, I met you for the first time. You know, Boo, I met you, Sleva. Mm-hmm. You know, Rich. Actually, I've known. I, you know, I have actually known uh, Brad for a long time too. He's been a part of the tournaments for a long time. Um, But it was not a a super big step, and it was literally a relief. And you said something that very first skate. You said, "Hey, you know what? We're here to have fun. If that is not what your agenda is, this isn't the locker room for you." And that I was like the. Like seriously, first night out of all the years that I played, you know, beer league hockey, adult hockey, that I was like, "Holy shit, I feel like I'm home." You know, you know, let's just skate and have fun. You win, you win, you lose, you lose. Let's have some pops and pizza and roll. Yep. You know, I, I really miss like it's still missing who's been around from the beginning. Is Stan? 
We miss our buddy Stan. Well, he, you know, he sat here. It was actually at your house. We were sitting out there on the on the porch and stuff, and he was like, "I haven't told anybody yet, but this is my last season." Yep. And you know, I'm like, and I didn't tell anybody. I kept that. You know, I was like, yep. really sad. I was like, he goes, you know, I just don't enjoy it like I used to as much anymore. You know, and I get it. And I thought, you know, hey man, I get it, but like not seeing him around, and he's been around literally from. From the beginning. Yeah, he's, he's been he, there for My first time on this team, he was in that locker room. He and Brad were kind of, they were best friends, right? I mean, they, they worked together. and Cage or Stan? They were a package deal. They were together. So, Brad started playing hockey, our goalie, Cage, we call him. Later. Uh, yeah. Later, right? Yeah, both of them. And Stan started later. Mm-hmm. So, what, what's their backstory? Well, so, then, how, how did this all work out? Play hockey before, like for you know, like level, high level, like nope. you guys did. They only played men's league. Yeah, I don't think they started until after high school. Okay, so they're like Brent. So for hope, hope, yes. Wait, you just compared Brad and I in the same thing? Actually, I compared you with Dan. It's true. Brad's better than <laughs> Brent. <laughs> so Brad only plays goalie. That's it. You you know what though? Like I really thought uh like Brad br- know your role. Yeah, I know I know my role. <laughs> Brad Brad's always been a I've always thought a talented guy. That guy's winning cups over there at uh, at Silver Puck and I I really thought he played uh high school if not higher. Nope, he only he, Brad is the only uh he joined what end of high school, right? Right. Started playing. So back in the day we all played men's league and they were Playing for uh, a hope team that would play in our men's league division, just worked his way up. So, so to get back to Stephanie, you're talking about how they kind of came into the mix. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to know how all this unfolded. Where you grabbed a couple of guys that you know we all grew up playing hockey, right? From from you. So, where do you grab a couple of guys that uh, picked it up later in life and, and take us through that? So that goes back to the day when they were playing for Acme Pool. Before I, I came back, yeah. me and, right, me and right, Scott, right. The other so Scott. I had already made plans with SW, going back to your story, yeah, right. And Diesel and I had talked about when I get back, we're going to play on his team. Brad played goalie for SW, and Mark was part of that team. Um. So I joined that team with Diesel, and we started playing with them. Well, then, obviously, now I run into Stump and Boo, and we get that team back together. We pulled them, SW and Brad, Mark, and I think maybe one other person, and Diesel. And Dr. Hook. Dr. Hook. (laughs) That's another. (laughs) So so Dr. Hook is my (laughs) oldest brother. Dr. Hook. Well... He, it's debatable. Whoa, 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 whoa. I would just say. <laughs> I that he, he started probably early teens, maybe 12 or 13. He played through high school, and he was actually a decent player back then. In the 1970s. Close. <laughs> you're, you're actually pretty close. He graduated in 1980, I believe. <laughs> so, so he, was, he was Happy Gilmore sub-devil. Now that the nickname's out there, we got to explain the story because we... <laughs> We used to get up and play morning hockey. <laughs> we would drop in, 5.30 in the morning. We'd show up. We're throwing sticks. 
I bring my oldest brother. Like, he, come on, why don't you come out and play with us? So we show up, and he kind of takes things a little serious. It may have been morning hockey, like where it didn't really matter. We were half asleep. And Boo and, and Stump end up on the other team, opposite my brother. And he may or may not have been throwing high sticks and slashing him in the ankles. And so, so I believe I got the... So they come to me halfway through this morning's game, like, who the hell is this guy, dude? Like, where'd you get him from? <laughs> what My is brother. <laughs> is, is he skating out there like two hands about three feet apart on the stick just shoveling? Oh, so, yeah. so you... Or was he out there trying to peel out eyeballs? Was he trying to hit everyone? Like Old-time hockey. Taylor Let's just say shot. he was intense. He was intense. Hey, what you lack in talent, you have to make up in heart. It, he it, it wasn't bad. It was just intense. It was like totally different plane, brother. Like, I'm gonna chop. I'm, I'm, if I'm not gonna get the puck, I'm gonna slash you. That, that was it. Yeah. So it's like playing basketball for the first time, and you're just like groping and following everybody. You're like, what? This ain't a contact sport. Yeah. Well, I thought this was America. America. What? We can't do that anymore. So hence the name Doctor Hook. Okay. So we got Doctor Hook. We we better we. The segue here we go. I wanted to jump into this. So, Stony, not only your nickname, but also a pass around item in the locker room for the player of the game. Did you just say pass around? It's an award rewarded to. So we have so Stony couple couple things here, right? Our team Stony is Stone Hands. Like, it's an ultimate reward to the guy on our team. Basically, F's up, right? For the bonehead <laughs> play. The, the guy with the snow shovel, he's... All of us, unfortunately, have been there. Oh, I've worn it a few times. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it started as a, a golf So, Maddie, back in the day, this is the best thing. So, he played on a beer league team in college. Those stars and Stripes, I stars believe. Stars and Stripes. We're going back to Stars and yep. Stripes. Yep. So oh, back in the day. Maddie, Maddie would consistently get himself in the best position all time to score and not score. <laughs> oh, so you're telling me that he's in Ovechkin's sweet spot? Oh yeah, player, I mean, up hello, I'm missing. Wait, wait, wait a minute, I gotta cut yeah. everybody off. So, so that hat that I take home quite frequently is when I fuck up is actually named after you, Maddie. It is named <laughs> after me. <laughs> <laughs> So so yeah it that would have been 92 91 92 we started calling we call it stone hands for Maddie because Maddie right Maddie literally would be open all the time and have the most opportunities because he's a good hockey player he'd be in the great spot but didn't finish so we call him stone hands our team we call him Stony. <laughs> It was the golf ball, but I don't remember what. Was that the first the, one? So it had to be shortly after Toronto because it was a Can Am yeah. like lanyard that we screwed a golf ball onto <laughs> that you had to wear out to the bar, so everybody knew that that was you, and that's when we got the 
can't the hat that well, we have now. Right, so we lost the golf ball. I think I think Diesel still has. I think Diesel. Ball it's bag, buried in his bag somewhere. Um, and then Stumpy went to Cancun, right? No, I just got it. Like oh, the he, hat. He got it at uh, Rivertown Crossings Mall. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> was that your guys' kiosk? Describe the hat stuff. Hold on. I think Chris wants to get in here. Oh, Hold on. We haven't heard from Chris in a while. That was at Woodland, and we do not want Rivertown to be a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> well, Beachside could be a sponsor, but uh, Avion Sandals and uh, Concert T-shirts aren't popular anymore. So long, long story short, the hat had It's a short story long balls. at this point. Like and Roosters. Cox on it. The, the cock and balls. And then it was embroidered. <laughs> Research. And then you embroidered it with Stony. Stony. My then, nickname. Listeners, what kind of hat is this? Uh, bucket hat. Yeah, yep, it is a bucket hat. And uh, <laughs> if you, if you uh, get awarded Stony and you do not wear it to the bar, yeah, you you're paying to, tab. Pay the tab. And this is tab. something that is is given out game. Uh, Every game. game. Well, it used to be. I, well, I haven't seen it in a minute. That's yeah. kind of weird. Well, so, Brent, let me step in. Hold on. Hold on. So there's been a transformation here a little bit because, as Stump said, not my words, I was in a good position. I had breakaways, okay? Can't can't finish, but he had breakaways. The Stoney is now transformed into someone who may or may not have fallen behind the net and like just about paralyzed themselves. AKA the Barton Ward. Or, or if, you're, but, if, you're at, open net. if you're playing at Countwood right behind the, 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 the net on the west side, watch out for that. Or, or the gap. The three foot. There's another gap over there. So anyway, I just want to make that point. Go ahead, Brent. So after the game, I get the stony. Clearly, <laughs> you know we don't we don't know need it. Your role, yeah, no, we don't. Your we don't need to discuss what I did. It's quite obvious at this point. And Beth was awake, and she goes, "What the fuck is that on your head?" And I was like, "I'll star of the game." You forgot. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna and she's like, "Oh, your your team gives out awards." I was like, "Absolutely, honey. I had the best game of the night." <laughs> you don't have that yet. Come on. All right. With that being said, though, you know the Stony is out there. I think Kyle has it. Which he he hold on. He will own it until he gets back from his sprained ankle from indoor volleyball. (laughs) We. Don, uh, don't play any baseball this summer, all 
focus on your hockey career. And Don goes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, coach, no problem, all right. So he goes out and plays baseball. Well, he separates his shoulder, and he ends up, you know, working his way down back to the minors and coming back up. It's just kind of one of those funny things where Kyle, he goes bangs himself up playing not even beach volleyball. I mean, he's not even, like, top gun style here. Yeah, I mean, come on. Indoor? High ankle sprain? Yeah, what is, what is he on. with? Come on, let's go. <laughs> and he still has that. That was a great story, Steph, and I really appreciate those minutes never coming back to my life. I now feel dumber. Everyone in this room is now dumber. It would have been better if you guys watched the damn hey, movie. I, I, I'm going to bring this to discussion. So we got an hour and 20 minutes. Hold on, Chris. We've covered a ton of ground. I really want to get sleeves on the show. Slimy. And so here's the deal, slimes. So do we want to keep moving on and talk more and get into it some more? Do we want to do a uh, another segment later down the road with uh, when we get guy boys together? All right, this is bringing this to discussion. I'm open to either one. I, I, I could talk oh, for a long time. We're here. <laughs> so we want to keep talking, and if it's not good enough content, we can add Sleva. It isn't even about the content. It's just whether or not you guys want to keep rolling. Hold on. Well, I'm having a good time. No matter what we do here, Sleva will add to so many stories. Oh There's God. so many things that have happened that we haven't even scratched the yeah. surface yet. I do want to say, you know, out of all you characters that I've got to meet, I have had some great, like, one-on-one conversations with Sleva. He is somebody that I met late in life that, holy smokes, he, that guy has a lot of life experience. He's been, he has been through a lot of things. I was just going to say, he's, he's probably, he's a worldly He's like a very worldly person, right? Yeah, like he, he is. Like he, he sits there, you'll say something, he, you can see a, kind of a sideways smirk, and it's like, this son of a bitch saw something. He, he did something, saw something, heard something. and say a lot, but when he talks, it's, You better listen. Yeah. Well, he's, he, he's had a rougher life than people realize. He's like the professor out there for us. So, so everyone thinks, oh, yeah, well, just, he's had a great life. He's had a... Well, he was telling me about how yeah. he hungry and died on his motorcycle. Yep. Right. Yep. He had a rod and in his leg. Up, he ended up in the damn ditch. So I'm sitting here saying, I mean, oh, he is literally the best hockey player ever came out of our, our town. And we've had other players play D1 and pro, and, like, he was the best player ever. And just went to Western and decided – I'm going to focus because I'm a straight-A student on my education. I don't want to play at Western. He had a walk-on tryout, and he's like, nah. It's not for me. Yeah, screw it. So you're telling me the Hansons weren't the best? <laughs> Just ask the Hansons, and they will tell you. No. So, actually, I will flip that, though. Brent's brother was amazing player for you. Really? Yeah. And I played up there, obviously. So we. And he did play. He did play pro hockey. Let's talk about the tourneys in uh, SCA. Yes. I mean, so I've only been, unfortunately, only been to one of them. Yep. Although I consider it to be the best one. I mean, that's yeah. when, when Doug had. Uh, what were you saying? Yeah, you went oh, really right. You know, we said Doug earlier. We don't. We don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, you can say Doug, but we don't have to get We want to talk about Ryan Heiser's retirement party here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that shit is not same. Sorry. Whoops. Edit. So, so. What time you got? So instead of it's R H retired. R H R H retired party. That time we came on. What restaurant would we go to with the cheese log? Oh, the bucket. With the cheese log. Yeah. Okay. It's a bucket. Don't worry, Brent. I haven't been there either. So we're we're at the, the bucket, right? Okay. Yeah. So we come out. This is the one time Jay's up there. Uh, my second tournament, maybe my my third. I can't remember now. I think it but was your second. Some of them we didn't let Stefan play. We just had him there. We up <laughs> and Jay takes off ahead of us, and we're wrapping up our tabs or whatnot. And it, 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 it mid February, mm-hmm. mid mid February, and and it was like warm as shit. I walk out. Fucking Jay is laid out on top of the truck topper as we're walking out of the goddamn restaurant. Climbed up on top. Don't remember it. That truck's seen me a few times over the years. Remember my 21st? There were some good times in FSK tournament. So I want to know, Jay, you go to Escanaba for a hockey tournament and you get a Bloody Mary. Were they out of mimosas at the bar or what? <laughs> like, who the hell gets a Bloody Mary? Well, I love Bloody. That's what that place is. What got me on the bloody train? I mean, we seven. We were twenty two, maybe. Yeah, we we were definitely legal age. Twenty one. That makes me question you even more. So well, you know, I mean, I I was still drinking Bud Lights and Coors, not even Coors at the time. We were doing Bush and Buds at the time. We couldn't afford the highbrow stuff. And I was no good on vodka or whiskey. I mean, I figured that out fairly quick in life. That was. uh, But yeah, I I just that was a. Meet your brother for the first time, so I mean yep. that guy. Oh my gosh! And that, the, the honestly, the second time up. I've seen him was just a few months ago up north, and then that's the yeah. last, the, the second time I've seen him. But it was like it was like I've known him my whole life. Like we picked up where we left off. So again. we we did those tournaments for probably like three years, or maybe five years actually. Now I think about it, and it would always end up like. My team, it was like a select team, kind of from Grand Rapids. I don't even say select team, but whatever, guys. And he would put a team together. And we played this tournament. We'd end up in the finals. It was the best time. It was always like, against your brother, yeah. Yeah, the one time that none of us made the finals was the, there was this team out of Sault Ste. Marie. It was a combination of Canadians and Sault Ste. Marie kids. Punched everybody. And they wanted to fight. And we were all like, ah, oh, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> Barry, who Hanson has been back yeah. the entire weekend, came over and defended him. <laughs> well, that's how I met the brothers was through that. So that's the only time I think I think I've seen. There's three of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen and I couldn't know names, but I've seen him here. There's brothers. actually four of them. Four. You of got them Jeff, them. Steve. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Seriously. And one played pro hockey and actually was a fighter. Yeah, but I do remember one of them that was up there that you're being. Yeah, he was the yeah he played pro. He didn't. He was a fighter, not really wanting to be a fighter. Just kind of. Well, just up up strong, right? You find a way to stay in the game. Well, that's yeah, right. Hey, coach, go beat him up. Ah, fuck. All right. Fine. Let me jump in real quick. That, you know, speaking of Escanaba, and I want to give a, a good warm shout out to all the boys working up at the paper mill. Um, JP. 
Bryce. Uh, stop it. Help me with some more names here. Just the whole crew up no, there. I mean, it's just amazing. You guys know who you are. We love you. And we miss you. And, you know, it's too bad that they melt the ice so early up there. Um, it would be great to, to bring Barley back yeah. there and do a home and home. Oh, my God. I'd love again. to go back up to Askey. I really would. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think in the future we'll do that. We'll, we'll work that out. We'll do a tournament weekend where we do like a four game set and we just have should, fun like four games yeah, like like who cares so there's no we, we go up there with a crew and we play a four game series in their barn and then they come to grand rapids and we do a four game series yeah where we rent the ice and we just have uh, you know, yep pale pudgy yep all over pale there. pudgy i love it well, yeah. I, I, too, I remember you know i'm from a fairly small town I had never seen this like this. Like there was a guy I remember at the bar. I mean, blasted. I mean, dude, you gotta go. Like you gotta go. And then all of a sudden, a cop car picks him up and takes him away. And then everyone's like, like oh, "Oh yeah, yeah." Oh and man, so, you have to be way gone for that to happen. Well, up they there. called. Wait them. a minute. He you haven't the heard course. the punchline yet. He was a cop. I can't say his name he right now because we're, we're we're talking about yeah, it. I'll it's, tell you later. Hold hold on a minute though, it gets Let's not implicate anybody here. He's off duty and he is just hammered. He tips over and bangs his mouth off a fucking urinal. And I'm in the back. I witness this. His tooth, his front tooth is chipped. Like it's going, like, ha- like half. And he's like, you think my wife's going to notice? <laughs> no, no, no. Cheers. You're good. I'm like, holy shit. And this is my first time. Uh, second time. <laughs> Yeah, it because was, you, it was, the, there, it was right? my first time. Yeah, oh, that was the God. night. That was the that because I was like, "Holy crap!" The guy just got picked up and took out by the police. Like that's awesome. And they're like, "Oh, he's on the force." So I'm like, "Oh shit!" Nobody <laughs> the last. I'm not, I think to this day, I don't. All right, we'll delete that part, part of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the night JP's band was playing at. Oh yeah. Oh my God, Ernie's. Ernie's. Do you have the drop like you got a Ernie's, neck? Ernie's the only Irish right. bar that's not an Irish bar. <laughs> you was that the same year that there was some uh, cage dancing at the Delft? It was the year before with the cage uh, Thanks, dancing and uh, uh, JD uh, ended up walking home in the cold and got picked up by a couple of good Samaritans <laughs> after being left at the Delft. But that was also... Um, Wasn't he treated with hyper, hypothermia that? <laughs> no, that was... Uh, Joe he just oh, said his yeah. name, JD. I mean, <laughs> JD. Oh, oh, that's all right. Yeah, you got the timestamp on that, JD. Um, this is a good story till that moment. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I think, honestly, I My think bad. JD would be totally fine. JD, sorry. That's not here. what you told us. That's not how you lured us into this. Shirts off. <laughs> it definitely was handsome. 
You hear that stuff? Yeah, I, I hear it. I hear it. So I got a good story for you. Though. Back up in the I keep getting these. I got like four of them over here. Fuck you guys. Only it only seems to be slid over here when Stefan's talking. <laughs> You're the worst doctor ever. I know. I hope you wow. come here without getting chirped hard. Listen, I can't walk in the locker room and smile without someone being like, "Oh, did you just suck a wing?" So look at me. Before we move on from, hey. from the SC oh, hey. tournament and. I tell the story about our age. We're up there. His retirement party. We got to talk about the retirement oh, party for sure. Retirement party. So, so it's the best. Let's get into the retirement party part. But would you guys give it back to me as we put a close on it? Because I have to tell you about the drive home <laughs> after the retirement party. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know there was a backstory we'll to the story. All right. So we'll start this out. I'll, I'll start it out. It's a championship game uh, in the UP. Yeah, buddy. Uh, we're in the championship game. It's Grand Rapids versus Escanaba, basically. And our buddy, RH, decides, um, I'm going to drink two hearted all day long because they're the best beers ever. Um, he so gets the game time. And, uh, well, let's just say, struggles with basic things like, oh, the camera, the well, stepping on the ice. <laughs> We get through warm-ups and we ultimately decide wait, we're going to decide. Wait, Stump. You made it through warm-ups. I made it through. He did not. RH did not make it no, through warm-ups. No, that's what my point is. He did not get it through warm-ups. We decide it's time for RH to retire. And he takes his jersey off literally in warm-ups and we pin it on the boards. He puts it right up on the wall and he's like... What, you guys, you guys don't want me to play or something? And well, we're like, I, no. <laughs> well, I guess no. I'll just retire then. And it, yeah, ultimately, yes, he you retired. Do, do <laughs> this may or may not have been the same person in Toronto. The morning after blew a point two eight. I'm just saying. <laughs> on the way to the 8 o'clock game. Here's another story there, but I can't say that. I'm not <laughs> Good choice. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry R.H. I'm going to keep that one secret between us. <laughs> nope. There's another story there. So that all happens. I like Ty. That all happens. And. This is why you're a doctor. You sat there and observed and see where he was pushing buttons. <laughs> I, I, I know what's going on over here. <laughs> that was brilliant. Hey, just saying, Jason's replaceable. <laughs> First time. So. <laughs> so, see, I make it seem to them like this is rocket science, so they think they can't get rid of me. I'm just saying, I'm right here, guys. Well, all, He's still all talking. All that happens uh, up in SE, and uh, we're on our way back, and it's uh, RH and his uh, his wife. I don't know if they're married at the time. Either way, <laughs> she, they're riding shotgun, and they're taking the kids home with them. Me, me and uh, RP. <laughs> so we, I, I think, uh, I think Dewey. Dewey ended up having my yep. back. You just said his last name. Yeah, no, he said Dewey. He's been on the show. Yeah, Good. Show. Perfect. Right. Shout out to Dewey. So he took my hockey bag home. Dewey. I, was, I rode up with someone, and I rode back with Did someone else. Fly up? No, that was the year before. I was so bummed out. Dang it. 
uh, I didn't get to fly with Troy. That's oh, another story, that's another guy that we forget about one. with Barley. Well, we're on our way back to Grand Rapids, and, and uh, RH is cruising down the road. And me and me and Richie are nodding off, maybe watching a movie or something in the back. And uh, while well, we get lit up by by a state trooper on uh, US two, headed back, and uh, the cop, you know, the police officer walks or the trooper walks up, rather. Sorry, uh, Scott, I don't want to say it wrong. Be respectful. Yeah. pretty fast and uh rh is like uh well i had the cruise set and he goes you know the speed limit's 55 here and he goes yeah and he goes um i, I clocked you at about 72 and he goes oh man i hit a set i, I must have bumped it up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> somehow we ended up getting away with a warning <laughs> you know heiser's cheap ass oh he just said his last name again <laughs> We, you're making a lot hey, of work for me. Hey, we also got pulled over in Canada with that guy. <laughs> Take it. That was a great story until you dropped his name. I'll cut it out. Poor listeners. They don't want to know these names. That's the problem. They're all like, stop saying code words and cut well, it out. Well, honestly, I, I don't think anything was really overly incriminating about anything said about He's retired as well. Remember the whole, I know, we, remember we, we the whole he doesn't listen, and then all of a sudden he listened, and then we had a problem. Right? Well, that's the thing. When we, when we talked about... When we talked Did about you the, have a problem? Well, Stefan had the problem. I didn't have a problem. I laughed at the problem, but I, Stefan had the problem. I didn't have a problem. I ended up Where are we going with this? Let's go on back to Barley. And, Come and on, right. let's go. And, and now back to the show. <laughs> Hello, testies, testies, one, two. That this Jason's like, fuck it, thank guys. I, actually, I told it's my Christmas wife, break. I go, this is, I'm gonna like, I need to smoke a bunch of weed before I get to because I'm gonna get stressed out about thinking about all the editing I'm gonna have hey, to do after the show. Let's let's go a different route with this. Yeah. You guys ask us questions. Just you just ask us questions. Speed round. Which is I, I think it's better yes. if you ask us questions at this point because well, yeah. we get the stories all day, but. Pardon me, I keep forgetting them until somebody brings it up, and I'm like, oh my god, this yeah, right. and that. So go. Ready. Break. Speed Break. round. Speed round. All right. Um, boo. Uh, pizza or tacos? <laughs> Definitely not what I was going for. <laughs> right, oh, what were you looking for? All right, Brent, you go. Questions. Sorry, I what is your number one memory with these guys from back when you were playing down at Western Michigan that you all look back on and say, holy shit, we got away with it, or that was a blast, I can't yeah. believe we did this, okay. I want this story. So you guys were looking for deep questions? I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that. that was nah, tacos. Go ahead, Maddie. No, you you, you got no, this. No. You go go first. Stumpy, come on. Um... Your eyes lit up when no, your your eyes lit up. No, you got it. Whoa. Oh man, how how do I how do I think about our time at Western? 
So this is what I would say. It's like we were a very competitive team, like borderline. Um, half our team played college hockey or half our team played juniors. And it was always very, very competitive. We'd always get to the finals. This is this is what I think about it. We would get to the finals with the team as all ex-NHL or pro players. And it would get to the point where it's like, they want to fight or not. And like you're an 18-year-old kid and you're going, holy crap, this guy who's talking shit to me is the leader of all-time leader in the IHL for penalty violence. And you're totally okay getting punched in the face by him. Well, it, no, that's the point. That's the point. Like in general, like I, I used to think I was like, ah, I'm a tough guy. I'll fight anybody. and We'll do whatever. Then you're like, holy shit, this guy fought – Forever. 86-2. Yeah. So we would literally, our team was the best team in Kalamazoo outside of all the ex-NHL and minor league players. So we'd play every year in the finals. The Globe Aces. Every year. So that's what I think about our team. It was like, oh, my God. And we'd get to the point, we'd, we'd push them, and then they would, this is the difference. This is when you, we were pretty good. They would get violent. It went from like, oh my god, and we're just playing them to like, we don't want to lose these fuckers. We're gonna we're gonna get mean, and they 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 would they would go from the, the it was this difference of, holy shit, they're good to we're gonna play violent, and uh, the, I remember that the most because all the good referees were on our team, so so we're playing these games every year, and it was every year. Every year we get to the finals. Against them, it's like, oh fuck, here we go again. All the good, all the good referees are on our team. Well, here we go. We're and and then you you get a guy who goes to you and says, hey, you want to go? And I'm 19 years old, and it's a guy who's probably 40, and who fought 400 minutes in the penalty, 400 penalty minutes in the IHL, and you're like, no. Yeah, Normally I would, but. That's what I remember about those days. Our team was so good, so good. Half the guys were junior, college, were really good high school players, and then we get to that point. Sorry. No, you're fine. Stop. Sorry. You're getting comfortable. And just talking about that, like, over and over, year after year. Well, that's you guys up, chime in. because got to bring up a little bit. I mean, again, probably if you guys can contest the tough guy. Who's that? Toughest, toughest guy you know. Right, tough guy. So, like, yeah. to be 19 and – in, to say like you're like crap, I don't want to fight, and that's you know why you got the hands going. It draws on the emotions a little yeah. bit, you know. You're, you've always been a tough guy, and it's, it's hard to not when you know you're like, man, I don't want to punch that steel plate of a face, and I don't want those hammer fists, yeah, you know, cinder blocks smacking me around. Like I don't, no, I don't want to do that. I, you know, with all the years that I've known you, Stomp, like my first impression of you was like this: this guy's a tough guy. But you have never, you've never displayed it ever, and, and you know I, clearly, clearly you're older, you know, yeah. you're older and stuff like that, and you know you play in the tournaments, and actually I've watched you be like the, the one of the cooler heads, you know, out there on the ice when sometimes you go sideways, and you're like, you know, like, I, you know what, I can do it, and 
but I don't want to. That's not why I'm here. I'm here for the community. I'm here for all this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, but it is funny that you were we're older, Brent. You, you, you coming in to my world though, is like your reputation did precede you. Cause as I, I was sitting there thinking, because I already heard it through DJ and BM. They, they already kind of, cause we're they, back to D, BJ and DM. Yeah, I'm just saying they they kind of prefaced DMs you a little and, bit, you know, uh, before you got there. So, so that's that's Stumpy story. Do you guys have anything to add to this, or is there something that kind of sticks out maybe more that you might say brought you guys together or a great so experience as a team? Here's the thing. I mean, the 30 years, and I'll talk in generalities more than I will specific incidents. Going through battles like this. And, and people will talk about during just a season that you play with a team and you come together as a team and you, you battle and that's what brings family. 30 years of going through these battles, I know I can talk, I can rely on these two guys over here for anything beyond hockey even. Like, it, it, it's not just about hockey anymore. Like, we are family. And so we continue to play and... Like, I can tell Stump, we play golf during the summer. And when it comes to hockey again, we're like, oh, God. Here come the late nights. Here comes this. But when you get in that room, all that goes away. And you remember why you get together with these guys. So that's that's what I take away from 30 years of playing with these guys. How about you, Boo? You know, uh, you were talking about earlier and kind of piggybacking on what you said there is in life, in sports, in the locker room, on the ice, there are moments when no words have to transpire. You can see it in someone's face. You know, you know, you're in it's family. It's, 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 you don't want to say life or death because it's a game, but you know what? Life and death does happen. You got new lives coming in and and lives going away and there has been a lot of times that when it goes sideways or things are getting heavy you can literally look in someone's eyes and it's like you're telling me a whole story without saying a word and i think that is one of the biggest things about hockey that does separate other sports because it's so physical it's so intense that there's a level being built so much happening yes absolutely unlike any sport Yeah. No, any other sport other than fighting and in any sport with fighting unless you get into that new style of uh, five against five fighting stuff they do in Russia but in general it's the only sport that's really allowed to fighting outside of the sport itself and then on top of that it's five against five or then if, if that's not enough it's a bench brawl and you don't have that in any other sport there's a thing like I don't keep people around me in my regular life that aren't going to be willing to punch somebody in the face for me on the street yeah. like if, if I ever got in a fighting situation and you ran that'd probably be the last time that we ever hung out so in hockey I think that's probably what draws a lot on that too is like you have that but in a sport so you know outside of that damn sport that person's gonna have your back and maybe that that has something to draw to it but 
You know, you had said family. I want to, and so segue a little bit out of the hockey, step in real quick before I try to do a segue. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to add, we, we talked to Boo and, and Stoney and Stump about what the team, the relationship is to them. And I just wanted to chime in as one of the younger guys on the team um, for a minute here. And, and just, uh, you guys gave, uh, gave me an opportunity as a kid coming out of high school to meet some really, really fantastic individuals, um, though I didn't know it at the time. Uh, I thought, you know, beer leagues, beer league, whatever. I played high school hockey. I may have been a little, you know, I, I, I had the, the lungs that you guys didn't perhaps and thought I was better. <laughs> He's calling you old at 33 when you guys probably met him. <laughs> when, we came, when we came out of high school, we still had lungs that were flying around. Yeah. Now that we're where you were, I look at myself as like still looking up to you guys as hockey players. Yeah, yeah. seriously, we had the six pack though. Good That's hockey true. players at your age to do what you guys yep. can do. I would hope that I'm still able to do that at your age and, I, and what you are now. And I don't. I honestly don't know if I can say that. You haven't even looked at me during that whole thing. Are, are you talking to these other three guys? Well, I got remember. I came out with these boys, and they were good hockey players. I mean, you know, what was that? Sixteen years ago. You were. Know? were. <laughs> Yeah. 19, you guys are in your 30s and you so you're old and then you know what I mean but yep. we're good at, and now I'm that age of what you were and I'm looking at you and being like motherfuckers are good hockey players yeah. you know what I mean and, and I, say, I say it on the time all the bench I'm like, you know you all of you do stuff I'm like man look at that guy like I wish that I could do that in the well, I mean you guys got maybe 20 years out of me 15 years out of me so and in 15 years I hope that I can still move like that and do that I mean, both these guys are, you know, actually all of you guys, you, you have it down. You guys are now, we're all pushing 50, but especially you guys, you have figured especially, it out. Yeah. Especially. You guys, especially you guys. You have figured it out. The way you save yourself throughout the game is stay down behind their blue line. You reserve yourself. You're all defensemen, basically, but you go ahead and stay down there. Keep your lungs, keep the legs going, and be ready. Brent, someone has to forecheck, buddy. <laughs> yeah. When our forwards never leave, we got to go down there. See, that's why we always want to make sure we've got 11 guys saying they're going to show up. So when only nine show up, we can still skate. We've got eight to show up. I, I, I do want to get back to the, the family thing and we can, you know, yeah. in the group. Um, it, it was the way our relationships have evolved. Yeah. yeah, Jay touched on it. You know, we're separated by north of a decade, but I would go to battle for any one of you in life or on the ice, and you'd do that for me in return. Um, it's it's a brotherhood. Uh, you, you, you boys are my family, and people my age, my, especially when we were younger, may have thought it was kind of weird we're hanging out with guys that are in their mid-30s and we're – Yep. 20 years old. Yep. A little weird, but now we're, we're getting to that point in our lives where we have kids and we're at where you were when we came on. Yep. Um, I just love you guys. And I, I can I can uh, attest to the fact um, that Maddie was saying about uh, being on the golf course and like, oh, shit, here come the late nights. Yeah, well, we feel it too. And the moment we jump in that room, 
and we pick up, we may not have talked to each other all summer long, a text here and there, whatever, or a, a summer party, and we get together. But my God, when we jump in that locker room and I see you boys and Stump walks in and, and, and Stump's got that, that, you know when Stump enters the room, right? I mean, he commands the crowd and, and here we are. I just, I love you so much and this is so much fun to, to, to do this. I, I just wanted to add to that. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't even, I, 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 I'm not a man of words. I'm sorry. That's like Stephen's no. best man speech right here. <laughs> I was going to, does that come with a Kleenex, yeah, buddy? I, I just no. hope you guys feel it as much as I do because in my heart, I, I just love y'all. So I, I, no, I, 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 I will uh, jump in quick before J.A. wraps up things. But I, I, I do think, so we've always said, Barley is, our Barley team is a, about the right guys, right? Like, we don't care if we win. Yeah, we're all competitive hockey players. We want to be good, but we don't care. Like, winning, losing, it's all about beers and going on afterwards. We want the right guys. You could you could literally come off the NDTP team, like National Development Program, and we'd be like, you're an asshole? Yeah. We, we want the right guys. We want the right guys, right? And... um our team is a family, and it's always been a family. And I, I, I actually coach kids now, um, multiple kids. Maddie does too. We have other people on our team. It's like uh, Stefan will be probably doing the same soon. Jay's coaching right now. It's it's awesome, right? Like it's like I always coach. Like you're you're part of a family. Like that's more important than winning and we've always done that for our beer league team too it's like we want to win yeah we're competitive but we're family so i th- i think you know what you're saying is is like when you say look for the right people we are all wired the same yeah. winning is winning isn't really the question at this age anymore we all want we all want to win we're all competitive people but we ha- we've gotten to that point in life where we sit there and go you know what there's there's more to it there's more to it you know, there's more than winning this game that we just played for an hour and fell down and and became the stony or, you know, it it does it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because you know what as soon as that's done we're gonna get some beer we're gonna get some pizza and then we we have our lives we got our families we have our friends and that's the stuff that is the building blocks now versus the game itself back in the day, you know, and I think that. Uh, is one of those defining things that I I say with us. We we all want to win. It's not that's not the question. We all know how to win. And sitting in on the bench in the locker room and stuff, I think that's one of the things that really separates playing at 18 years old versus now 50 is like you had to tell each other how to win. We all know how to win. You know. So when we go to the we get beer pizza afterwards. Right. And I think Jay talked about hockey being different than any other sport. What other sport? Did you play soccer at 48? Do you, do you play basketball at 48? Not many. No, I quit playing soccer at 35 years old, which is a, like a very sad that's, and, that's, and, and but, hard thing. That's mine and Jay's age right now. That's like us giving up hockey at this point right now. I can't imagine. I want to play until I'm older than you. you know, but I don't think Stump's ready to – we're not hanging it up. Boo's not ready to hang it up. We're we're gonna play it as long as we possibly can. Boys, I don't want to experience men's league hockey without you guys. Yeah, well, Christ, I agree. It's the only thing I'm decent at in life, really. I mean, you guys are. I'm glad you finally admitted that. Yeah, we just keep playing the rest <laughs> of our lives. I'll be 60 and I still want to skate with you guys. 
Yeah. So my last pair of skates is only Love you guys. years old. I got to get full use well, out of them. That's why I bought up the stamp thing. You know, in all honesty, yeah. I bought up the stamp thing because it's inevitable, right? Hey. You guys are going to be out before we're out. And, and, and I miss him. And I'm, you know, there's not like I'm closer, but, I, you know, I see you guys more on a regular basis. I, yeah. I've seen you longer, and, and it's just going to be, right? It's going to yeah. hurt more, or if, if not the same more. And that, I don't look forward to that, you know? I really don't. Nope. We all miss cupcake. But again, you know, I hope that in our, you know, when we all hang them up and we're all on that track, that we still find time for each other and get together in our old ass age and talk shit. And I always say all the time, I'm gonna play till I'm in my sixties and beyond that. Like, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you? I love it. It's my passion. Hockey is my passion. It's always been my passion. It'll never change. I. I still see a group of guys that get together every weekend and skate that played yep. with my dad, who's now 81 years old. My dad doesn't play anymore, but the same group of guys that he played yeah. with still get together, still throw sticks, and they don't move as fast as they did when my dad was playing, but they still play the game of yep. hockey. You know, Ma- you know, Maddie. As we. We we'll all be getting together. I think yeah. it's Tuesdays, Barton Chiropractic. You know, yeah, well, I know I'm there at ten forty-five. Who's not a sponsor yet? Senior special coffee. Anytime, bro. Meeting at meeting at Wendy's because on on Tuesdays at Wendy's in the morning you get coffee for free if you're a senior. That's where we'll be, and we'll all do it together. Some of us sooner than others. Hey, you know, I don't do that. Now. <laughs> hey, this, I wasn't invited, boo. This, this has been awesome, and we're definitely going to do this again. This is great stuff. Yeah, I would, I would love to do it again where we get more in-depth on some stories, hey, but I will tell you guys, love you guys. We bring in a couple. Thank you, somebody. And, and we bring in a couple more guys that aren't here tonight, yep. obviously. Sleeper. Um, Before we wrap things up tonight, do you have something to say, Maddie, or are we doing high five? Both. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I didn't get a chance to give you guys some crap on the air. Oh, please oh, do. Please do. That, that's my chirps. design. It's called just chirping. <laughs> chirp, chirp. <laughs> I was a little pissed that it took 48 episodes to get the Barley Boys yeah, on. Yeah, what the? But, but, let me. Oh, hey, I know. I'm going to cut you off right now because you know what? It's not it's your age. You, I know. It's the episode. <laughs> hey, it's what, 45 I or 46? Slated. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I, Sorry, Maddie, you were in, but I was going to be slated early on. <laughs> you were supposed to be number one. <laughs> yeah, my bad. So, back to my butt. I think you guys saved us for this special Christmas episode as we have a Christmas tree and Christmas lights over in the corner. So, yeah, buddy. Are you trumping me? It's not even an episode. You guys have now your own chronicle. Like This will be a side spin to the show. It's yeah. your show. Like This is going to yes. be listed as the chronicles of this. is not episode whatever. It is the Chronicles of Barley. This is so now you guys have your own freaking show. It, it, it'll actually get yes, better, too, when you think about it, when we get the crew. Your first show. Yeah, you know, first show. Ah, it's okay. Out. You guys did good. Yep. But I have a feeling when, when the, we get the fourth year, we're not even, we probably shouldn't even have mics. We should just stand.
stand over there and watch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I think it'll it'll grow. I mean, it'll be more fun. We definitely got to keep this going and and do this uh, periodically. It was it was great how it worked out. We had the off night with uh, with with no hockey. Scott's tots skipped out. They were afraid. Yeah, they were afraid of us, of course. Um, you know, I mean, we all told the wives. Did anybody else uh, put their bag in their vehicle? No, I. You know what? I have that relationship where I could be honest and say, you know what? I have to get my Christmas shopping done, and then I'm going to go out and I'm going to do the podcast, and then I'm going to go to the rink and put a bunch of water down. I'm going to come home, and I'm probably going to be drunk. I got to wake up at 8 a.m. to go back to the so rink, <laughs> so we can all do it again. I'll, I'll bring the mic or get some airtime. Um, so. Before we wrap, I want to toss it to Chris. Uh, you haven't Chris, heard a lot of him on the mic. Let's go. I want to know. Is he still here? Thoughts on this group. Your takeaway on this family and uh, your assessment. Well, I guess I'll brighten it up a little bit. So, Boo, you reminded me that uh, we once played together. Stump, you play. We played together one time. My initial time out on the ice with Stefan for his bachelor party. Yep. Maddie, I don't know if you were there at all for it or not. I was play played golf for your bachelor party. I don't right. No, we didn't play golf. You weren't there. I wasn't there then. <laughs> that was yeah. that answers it. But I was just wondering if you guys had any, you know, thoughts on my game, how well I had done. I did score a goal. So out. Chris, I would say this. Uh we've been working on your game for years. Um <laughs> I think I think I think we uh gotta work on your edge work. It's it's a little rough. Uh Can you I know, stop using the cone when I'm out there? Yeah, well, you know, when you lean on a cone while you're skating, it's awkward, but you know, it's okay. Um we sure I, what you're doing I, I would cone, say your sh- Yeah, your shot is decent. Eh. But I think you should use the other hand because you're backwards. Man, the, the guy can't skate worth a damn, but man, he's got a hell Other of a than shot. that, I would say uh, it's been a pleasure knowing you over the years. Um, yeah. You did uh, notice yeah. that most of the conversation was about personality in the room? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, well, well, I've known Chris. I've known him, this kid since he's like 14. So, like, you go on. Yeah, now, now you go because I've known him since he was a little. I wouldn't I say a little kid. Um, this is a teenager. A hey, stump. Stump. Yeah. Stump. You ready? Go. Safe sport. <laughs> I didn't say safe. <laughs> he wants to know if you remember him on the ice. Yeah. I remember. You know, I, that's one of the first things I said when I came in. He goes, you look familiar. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, from Stefan's, uh, Stefan's bachelor party and stuff. So, you know, it's, oh, yeah. And Good room, boo. Why wasn't I invited? <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> No, but to bring that back on that and stuff, like seeing this and stuff, it was great stuff, you know, with us being out of high school and stuff, being able to reach out to you and to round up the guys and stuff that filled out the team. I had a bender like me out there that literally just kind of, I don't know, uh, slid across the ice and stuff. But, you know, a good time you guys showed up for his bachelor party um, and stuff. So it's cool to see that and stuff with all you guys. So I love that Chris used bender. You know, Chris, course. when we, we pulled into Stump's driveway, Chris tossed out tummy sticks. So, <laughs> I mean, he's really picking it up. He's come a long way from uh, puck, puck roadies. Uh, uh, puck roadies. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a puck, a, a puck roadie it's is a puck, puck bunny. bunny. 
<laughs> oh. You know what though? That you know, jump, uh, jumping on the wagon that you're on with, you know, hey, you, uh, you use the term wagon. Yeah, I know. It's actually pronounced wagon. Wagon. Not it's not in the '70s. It's <laughs> That uh, that is one thing with other versus other sports that I have never been a part of things. You know, you said you went out there being a bender and you can't skate, you can't do it. You got oh, yeah. a cone. They steered away from me. They knew better. Yeah. <laughs> but, like. But he did score a goal. He, he scored did. a goal. I, when I scored that goal, my stick went way up, and there was somebody that was behind me that. A freaking Matrix back behind me. <laughs> it was they Matrix. Knew, it was awesome. They knew, they knew to get back. There is not many sports out there like hockey that people want to see the success of somebody just learning the game. You know, and that is one thing about this that it's like, oh my gosh, look at this guy. He's out there doing it. And I was just there for the year. Like, no, I get it, but you know, it. That was Brent like six years ago. So. <laughs> six weeks ago? Is that what you, you said? You, oh, exactly. Yeah. We better wrap this up or I'm going to go through every initial that we said and just start <laughs> rattling off last names, first names, street addresses. I think, I think This has been something that was before we ever did our first real episode. Me and Stefan did maybe 10 to 15 episodes before we even aired one. And this was this was in the in the beginning. Like this was this is what we wanted. This, this is, is what we envisioned we for the show. Was was Barley us, yeah, and the us locker room. and the locker room. And so again, we can't thank you guys enough for making it. You did awesome. I, I hope you guys had a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can we can we do it again? I, I I think I'm in. personally, if you ask me, I, I think we did good. Just being critical. <laughs> oh, oh, don't toot your own horn. No, no, no. I think we could do better. I think we could do better. Like, because I that, that's my point. Is like it's our first time doing it. I think we do a better job again because it's like we kind of told stories. We we have a. Sh- I'm taking this off. We have a shit ton of stories. To tell you guys. Chris hates them though. You ready? We have, we have a shit ton of stories. Stumpy scored. Better. There you go. Stumpy got the goal. All right. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Like, follow, subscribe so you never miss an epi. Check us out at justchirping.com. We'll see you at the rink. Make good choices, everyone. Yeah, buddy. Hey, love you guys. Thanks for coming out. Who the fuck are you? You don't get to do the part of <laughs> Awesome, guys. That was good. You, I thought we were done. I thought we were done. So we're in my mic in front of me, dude. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, sorry, guys. <laughs>